0: On a Friday before the weekend in which we take on Manchester United at Anfield in the Premier League. But we must start today with news from Florian Pletiburg. Plettenberg? Pletiburg? I can't remember which. That Roberto Firmino has told Jurgen Klopp that he intends to leave Liverpool at the end of the season when his contract expires Uh, Florian Pettenberg is the guy's name. Um, A well-placed German reporter with links to Bobby's agency, who has been on top of the Bobby story for months now. He claims, Bobby told Jürgen today that he intends to leave the club and move on, and... I think a lot of people will be upset. There'll be some people that'll be annoyed. This is the right decision. This is what should be happening. It is time for Bobby to move on to the next phase of his career. Bobby Firmino will leave the club an undeniable legend. Bobby Firmino will leave the club having played an enormous role in the Jurgen Klopp era at Liverpool. He will leave the club with all the medals. But if we're being honest, Bobby is well past his best. Bobby is not capable of performing at the level required on a consistent basis anymore. And if you look at the last few seasons, that has been the case. The year we won the champions league, he was awesome until he did his hamstring and he's never quite been the same player. He's been more injury prone. He's been far more inconsistent. Even in the title winning season, he wasn't great. He has spells where he looks like himself and he'll run off a five or six game streak of scoring and assisting. But game to game, week to week, month to month, Bobby just hasn't been the same since the 18-19 season. He's still been contributing. He's not a net negative like others. But he's not the same player. And on the money he's on, you can't have that as a bit part player. And Bobby was never going to take a pay cut. Because why would he? Why would he take a pay cut? Bobby saw his captain on the decline get a significant pay rise Bobby's not coming in and settling for less. And why should he? This is his last opportunity to get one big contract. Go get it. Go get as much as you can, wherever you can, and play a bigger role. The other thing with Bobby is he likely didn't want to be a bit part player. And if you're looking at our forward options Moe's obviously ahead of him. Darwin's ahead of him. Diaz is ahead of him. And Gakpo and Jota are going to be ahead of him. He's option number six. And that's not something that he wants. So I think it's the right time. I think it's a good good decision. We'll forever be grateful for Bobby and what he's done for the club. For the role that he played as the, the link between... Midfield and attack is the link between Salah and Mane. As the buffer at times between Salah and Mane. But it is time. And, I mean, 107 goals in 353 games. Some incredible seasons in there. The first four, he was a different class of player. Arriving from Hoffenheim, we all remember how he struggled at first. And Rodgers thought he was a wing back or a winger or whatever the fuck he thought. And then Klopp arrived. And then he played that game against Arsenal at Anfield. He scored two, one of which was a worldie. And that was the night that Bobby arrived at Anfield. And from there, there was no stopping him. the flicks, the tricks, the pressing, the work, the graft. His willingness to sacrifice for the good of the team is matched only by Ginny Winalden. They're the two players who sacrificed the most by a considerable margin because Bobby showed in 1718. When he wanted to, he could score with the best of them. 27 goals that season. And we know what Ginny sacrificed moving from being an attacking player to a more defensive midfielder. But Bobby was almost like a defensive midfielder off the ball in terms of the work that he would get through, the challenges he would get through, the sheer volume of pressing. And we don't win any of the things that we've won without him because he set that tone in Jürgen's first year. And then Sadio arrived and Sadio took his cue from Bobby. And we all remember that Sadio, Bobby, Phil front three, which was so much fun. And the relationship between the three of them. And Sadio learning how to turn this Red Bull pressing style into the Klopp pressing style. And learning it from Bobby. And the two of them becoming this, like a pair of velociraptors, just eating defenses alive, not allowing them a minute on the ball. And then Mo arrived, and that was the front three completed. And then Phil left, Bobby got a little bit sad, but then he bounced back. And then we went on to do great things. And through all those great things, Bobby was front and centre. Even in the last, I would say the last four seasons, where he wasn't playing at the same level, he was still hugely involved. And off the ball, he could still offer a lot. It was on ball that he stopped being as effective. And then he started to break down. He started to get injured a bit more. Last season, he missed quite a few games through injury. This season, he had what Jürgen called a little injury and missed six weeks. And these are all red flags that need to be looked at. These are all the things that need to go into decisions like extending players. But It's worth remembering that Bobby is 31 now. He's not going to get less injury prone. Yes, he might get a season like Henderson did last season, but I mean, Henderson didn't get injured last season, but didn't play well last season. There's no point in having players stay fit if they can't perform. They're having to give so little effort just to avoid an injury. And Bobby will never do that. But he will go down as one of the real foundation pieces Jürgen's team. Him and Henderson are the only two that were starters when we won stuff that were there when Jürgen arrived. Obviously, Milner and Gomez were squad players who were there when Jürgen arrived. Gomez, to be fair, did start for most of the title winning season because of Joel's injuries. But it's it's time to, to move all of them on. All of them should, in truth, be leaving the club this summer. Now, Henderson won't because we gave him a new contract. But the other three should all be leaving. Bobby and Milner on freeze and Gomez should be sold. And of the ones that arrive the next summer, the only one left is Joel, and he should be leaving this summer. Because there has to be regeneration of the squad there has to be because if you're not moving forward in this league you're moving backwards and that's what's happened to us, we have stagnated and therefore we have regressed, we haven't pushed the envelope, we haven't tried to advance ourselves, we've gotten too comfortable but what a player what an amazing player and I'm sure we'll do multiple podcasts um, before the season ends to honour what Bobby did for the club, to laud his work. But it is time. It is time for him to move on. We'll always have the no luck goals. Always. Um, Other news today five things from Jurgen Klopp's press conference. Uh, no new injuries. Thank God. Uh, he's delighted with Fabinho's performance against Wolves, and rightly so. He was excellent. Uh, Liverpool have gone 32 Premier League games without a penalty. That is baffling, considering how often we have the ball in the box. Uh, he gave praise for Jurgen... Offer for, for Jurgen, he gave praise... For Marcus Rashford, who is in sensational form right now and is the big danger for United this weekend. And he talked about, you know, the push for top four. Lots of coverage about Bobby on This Is Anfield. There's also a competition in which you can win a Liverpool goalkeeper shirt signed by Mr. Becker. So uh, do give that a look when you have a chance. Takeover talk, Hata absence explained and another goalkeeper signed. Amanda Staveley has talked about how she's a Liverpool fan. They wanted to buy Liverpool originally, but the cost of buying Liverpool as opposed to the cost of buying Newcastle were obviously very, very different. One was going to be billions and one was 300 million. Um, Naby has a knock. I I have some doubts. I think he might just have been dropped because he was not very good at all against uh, Crystal Palace. Uh, Liverpool have added to their goalkeeping ranks, signing Cornell Meshur from Hull for an undisclosed figure. Uh, Don't know anything about him. I know he was playing for their under 16s and had played for their under 18s, but that's about as far as I go with him. It was an eventful evening in the under 19s. Can talk about that yesterday. Um, More and more rumours around Mason Mount. More and more rumours. And I do think there's multiple ways that we can make it work with Mason Mount at Liverpool. As a false nine who drops into the number 10 role with Mo and Darwin moving central, or Mo and Diaz, or Diaz and Darwin, or Jota and Darwin, or Mo and Jota, whatever you want. I think he could work in that role, you could just play a diamond and he'd obviously work very well as the ten. I think the best use of him with Jude would be a box midfield that can come from either the four three three or setting it up as a four four two and having the wide midfielders be Jude and Mount who move central when we have the ball can also work from a four three three when mount drops out of the front line. And Jude pushes in with him. We've seen that at times. We've seen us go from that 4-3-3 to a box. Often when it's Naby as the right-sided midfielder and Bobby as the nine, they'll push together and it allows a second line of pressing behind the front two. I think Mount could make a lot of sense. Remember, Bobby was a 10 before we signed him. I think Mount makes a lot of sense. I really like Mason Mount as a player. And I've seen some bizarre claims that he's been poor for 18, 20 months. That would include last season. He was excellent last season. So it's just, it's not based on any reality. He's having a poor season this year. Everyone at Chelsea is having a poor season this year. Everyone. They're a mess. And the reason he's asking for so much money at Chelsea is because he's uncertain about playing time because they've just signed 400 players. Because Todd Bowley's an idiot. He's not... I don't believe for a second he's looking for 300 grand a week. Not for a second. He's on 80 now. I fully believe he'd take 180 to join us. That's what Bobby's on now. Give him Bobby's contract, move on. I think Mount makes a lot of sense for us. I think he's definitely got levels to go up as well. Uh, Liverpool.com. What have we got here? Uh, Liverpool have Cody Gatbo decision ahead of Manchester United. I would be starting Gakpo ahead of Jota. I don't think Jota's been good since coming back, and I think Gakpo defensively helps us more. He's not as good a presser. He's much better at blocking off passing lanes. He's better at dropping in and shielding the midfield from in front. He's better at connecting Mo and Darwin. Jota isn't a connector at all. Moe, uh, Gakpo is and I think it'll work better against United especially with them having ball playing centre-backs plus Gakpo is 6-4 worst comes to the worst, hump it into the box and have him go and stand on top of Lissandro Martinez who's a midget uh, Liverpool already give two big clues to Roberto Firmino exit and successor lined up successor lined up, who's this then? Oh, Gakpo, I assume. He's not lined up, he's signed. But there's a difference between being lined up and being signed. Uh, FSG sale latest as US billionaire asked about interest and a 21 billion option emerges for Liverpool. If this is Bain Capital, we want nothing, nothing to do with Bain Capital. Cannot abide Stephen Pagliuca's Bain Capital are certainly not the type of people we want to be involved with, especially if if they're going to buy the club outright in the future. Uh, the 21 billion option is actually Liberty Media. Uh, that's a really exciting one. That is a really exciting one. They've like quadrupled the value of Formula One in four or five years, which is Insanity. Liverpool battled Juventus for 85 million transfer as young Javi claim made before Manchester United. Let's have a look. Uh, Alexis McAllister is apparently the player that we are battling Juventus with. Well, Juventus, Juventus have no money. Um, so I, I don't think we're battling them for anything. Uh, if McAllister was on a free, then I would imagine they would have as uh, strong interest. Um, I don't believe for a second Alexis will call seventy million, and if he does call seventy million, we should avoid it. I really like Alexis, but he's not a seventy million pound player. Uh, if you're going to pay that type of money for someone from Brighton, you buy Casado, you don't buy uh, Alexis McAllister. Um, yeah, Stefan is the is the young Paul skulls apparently. Um, according to Jamie O'Hara wouldn't normally take much of what Jamie O'Hara has to say as a, as something worth listening to <coughs> Liverpool should plot transfer of YouTube team graduate like Roberto Firmino after FA Cup moment uh, this is uh, Ilman Njai of Sheffield United who's really really good really really good I I wouldn't be against us signing him. Liverpool could exploit Ideal Jurgen Klopp transfer as price tag drops by 16 million that is Manu Kone of Borussia Monchengladbach he is he is somebody we should be all over this summer. Liverpool knows truth as Erling Haaland transfer plan shows Manchester City luxury and problems. Okay, Uh Liverpool should transfer the next Martin Odegaard as Jurgen Klopp alternative to Mason Mount. Who's this? Is that Kubo? Kubo. It is Kubo. In no way, shape or form, is he the next Martin Odegaard. But he is immensely gifted. Um, I wouldn't be against it. But I'd stop comparing him with players he's nothing like. Anfieldindex.com is back from the From the grave, from beyond the grave, it is back. Uh, We have fixed the issue. Uh, We are going to be launching a new website later this year, but the old one is back up. It is working now with the code from the update by the uh, host. So, thankfully, it's back. And there is um, plenty to read. Which Liverpool players should make way for the regeneration uh, this piece was written by Stephen Smith. The reason we love Cl- we cloth could be his undoing, uh, also by Stephen Smith. March Simply Massive, written by David Davis. And then Tony Evans has a piece up, Good Riddance to a Horrible Man. And this is about Sir Bernard Ingham, um, who was Margaret Thatcher's press secretary, and was a horrendous, horrendous, horrendous human being. And, uh, yeah, I, I think Tony uh, has hit the nail on the head. I don't normally agree with much of what he writes for us, but I do agree with this one. Um, right, we've got loads of podcasts as well. There is a Pro Plus uh, Red Alert February Dave Davis joined by Mark Evans to review everything that happened in Feb. There is a new scouted up for the United game. There will be a rival recon as well, I believe. There is a new minefield, Alan and Andrew having a look back at the Madrid game and everything that's gone on since. So do give that a listen. Minefield is the best thing going. And then there's a new Molby on the spot with Trev and Yan. They're always unbelievably good so make sure you give that a listen when you have a chance and that will do me for today folks thank you as always bye bye
1: we hope you enjoyed listening to this anfield index show please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically there's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show the best way to get in touch is over on our free discord community